Hey Fantasy Freaks, this is your leader Christian Michael. Today is October 22nd um, and this is the giveaway episode. Um, I've been hinting at this for a while now and I finally figured out what we're going to do so tune in and uh, I will tell you at the end of the episode how you can win a JSA certified Tyreek Hill photo. We got a T.Y. Hilton and a Todd Gurley photo both signed and then we got a signed Kansas City football Tyreek Hill and a signed Eric Berry jersey so you can have your pick if you win the competition so I will tell you about that in a little bit Um, but what we're going to go through right now is um, first we're going to go through studs and duds which there's a lot of studs this week um, and the duds were super super disappointing Um, I I know a lot of you guys won and lost your week based upon these performances. So uh, let's start with a stud. Number one stud I had was Carrion Johnson. Um, This guy had 17-something fantasy points, um, but he did not score, which tells me tons of production. We got 158 yards on the ground, 21 through the air. Um, I think that this is going to continue. Carrion was my steal of the draft. Uh, it hasn't quite panned out the way that uh, Kareem Hunt did two years ago, but he's starting to gain traction. And the thing is, LeGarrette Blunt has been stealing. Uh, he's been doing the whole touchdown vulture thing for a while, but it doesn't matter. The way that Carrion is running right now, he's breaking 60-yard runs. Um, it seems like every game now. So that's my number one stud. We got Patrick Mahomes, 358 yards and four scores. Man, this guy is a stud um, and this Andy Reid offense we saw last year with Alex Smith any quarterback can really just kill it and then when you have a guy with athleticism and a gun like uh, Mahomes does uh, this year he's just killing it um, Adrian Peterson 99 yards um, that's all he had no touchdowns but it tells me that he is not falling off of a cliff like he has in the past Um, He's still putting up 100-yard games, and you can go ahead and start him. Um, A.J. Green, while the game kind of sucked because Kansas City was just killing it, A.J. Green, seven catches for 117 yards, and he was targeted uh, over 10 times. Josh Gordon, four catches for 100 yards. He's starting to gain traction in this New England Patriot offense. Tom Brady trusts him more and more every game, and Belichick trusts the... um, what should I say? He trusts him to give him more. He's giving him more. He's letting him chew on more of the offense um, because it's still only been like three weeks. And this Patriot offense is super hard to um, memorize and to translate out on the field. All right. Next, we got John Brown. Seven for 134 and a touchdown. He was a total stud. Um, gave you 19 Anywhere from 19 to 26 fantasy points, depending on if you're standard or PPR. Marlon Mack, this was weird. 126 yards and two scores. I think he's back. He hasn't been healthy. Um, They have given the opportunities to Naheem Hines and Jordan Wilkins and even Robert Turbin. And none of them have really shined other than Hines has been a really good third down uh, PPR kind of scat back. Kind of like uh, James White light. Uh, next, we got Zach Ertz, nine catches for 138 yards, no score. So he's emerging as that second best tight end, um, other than 
Travis Kelsey. And we got Latavius Murray, 69 yards and two scores. Um, the whole Dalvin situation is super weird. We don't know what's going on. He's practicing in full on like Thursdays, and then he's not going on Fridays. And then he sits out the game. Hamstring issues are not ones to mess with. Um, so look for Latavius to start next week as well. If Dalvin does go, I only see him getting like 9 to 10 touches. Emmanuel Sanders, six catches, 102 yards, and two scores. He's the best player in that offense by far. Um, Philip Lindsay coming in at number two, but uh, Case Keenum just hasn't panned out the same way he did in Minnesota. Um, Denver's not a good team. I mean, that's all there is to it. They're not coached well either. And we got the uh, Gurley in the Thursday game. He's at 63 yards only, but three scores. So the guy still remains to be number one here overall fantasy wise uh driver slandry had 10 catches for 97 yards and a score baker is starting to really uh get his chemistry right with both landry and najoku we saw they both had a touchdown this week and then we got the best receiver in football right now adam thielen nine for 110 and a score even with the double teams and um just he just defense is just expected to happen but the guy is just such a hard worker he's got that big frame and he's coming out of the slot and he's just a precise route runner I was totally wrong about him I thought Diggs was going to be the better receiver this year but looks like Thielen might be the best receiver in football Trey Burton had a coming out party nine catches 126 yards and a score this is if you drafted Trey Burton you drafted him Based upon that Matt, Matt Nagy offense, which uh, had, you know, when he was in Kansas City, had that Travis Kelsey role. Hadn't panned out up to this point, but this is what they this is what they paid the guy $38 million for. They want uh, Trey Burton to get at least, you know, 10 targets a game. Um, and we really saw it shift from Allen Robinson to him. Robinson didn't do anything. He's in my duds that we'll talk about in a second. Uh, James White continues to be a killer, man. 40 yards uh, rushing, but two touchdowns. And uh, I don't have what he got through the air, but dude is a freak. If you go back to my rankings, I have him higher than any other expert. I have him super high because in the preseason he showed this. And I knew that there was going to be some struggling and juggling between the other backs, whether it's Jeremy Hill or... Um, now it's, uh, or it was Rex Burkhead and now it's Sony Michelle and, um, some other guy that I can't think maybe is Kenyon Barner maybe. And Sony Michelle's hurt. So James White is the one constant in that offense. And he's just is a freak PPR wise. He might be the best back in PPR. Um, and then we saw, um, Mr. Chubb in Cleveland, 80 yards and a touchdown. So. That's going to lead into the news. I wanted to talk about a few things that has happened since my last pod. Um, Cleveland traded away their starting running back, Carlos Hyde, to the Jaguars, who have been kind of reeling because Leonard Fournette and his hamstring issue has not got better. Um, They've been saying that he'd come back in a week, but they've been saying that for like a month now. TJ Yeldon is good, but he can't cut it. Um, Jamal Charles is washed up. So they traded for Carlos Hyde. Cleveland, here's the deal. They like Carlos Hyde. Um, he's, you know, the USC, or uh, not USC, 
Ohio State back there. Um, but they knew Chubb has got the fresh legs. He's he's shown that he can be explosive and be what that offense needs. And then we see him with a 80-yard 80, 80 and a touchdown performance today. Looks like they made a good decision. Load up some draft picks and keep building this team. Um, and then... The news that broke today that shocked the world, but uh, you know, doesn't really shock Raider fans, is that Amari Cooper is being shipped to the Cowboys for a number of draft picks. Um, I will tell you my take on Cooper later because it actually came up in a listener question that I got uh, on Instagram. So we will talk about that later. I'm going to move on to the duds, guys that really sucked on Sunday. Sony Michelle, I know he got hurt, but... He fumbled the ball. Um, if you were playing fantasy football, I want to say seven or eight years ago when Steven Ridley was this promising power back um, for the Patriots, he fumbled the ball twice and was literally, uh, I mean, this guy was a, was a first or second round draft pick, literally did not touch the ball for the rest of the year. Didn't see the field. You cannot piss off Bill Belichick in that offense. Securing the ball is everything, and he's he'll just stick with James White. Um, he'll give Sony some time to rest, and since he's a first-round pick, Stephen Ridley was not. Sony, they'll, they have to keep him around. He's too talented, and he's a first-round pick. So um, going forward, I don't know. You, Belichick is unlike anyone else in that you have to see going forward. I would bench Sony. Until he gave you gives you a reason to start him, and he's hurting. He's hurt hurting anyway. So um, next we have Jermaine Curse. Oh, the setup looked perfectly. He had sl- slid into Quincy Anunwa's position there in New York in that slot where Anunwa was targeted like 15 to 19 times per game, like some of the most ridiculous targets ever. He slid into that role and. He did really well last week, but this week he put up zero for zero. I know, you know, that they, he's not Quincy Anunwa. I thought he was, he might be more talented, but Darnold is just not even looking his way. Cut him. He's not even worth stashing right now at this point. You put up a zero for zero and you're off, you're off my team. That's for sure. Um, Next, Alex Collins, 38 yards. I started him in a couple of my leagues and that's disappointing when you think you're gonna at least get a touchdown from the red zone guy there in Baltimore um Marquis Goodwin oh after having such a good game I I think that the week before he had over 100 yards and two scores this week two for 24 good old bounce back um and then Christian McCaffrey while he did have uh he ended up putting up eight fantasy points in standard that's 29 yards on the ground 51 through the air but this offense is just not really going through him. We saw that Carolina got down 17-0. And you would think, getting in this hurry-up that Cam was comfortable with as they came back, that McCaffrey would see a lot of targets, and it just wasn't happening. Funches was getting a lot. Jarius Wright was getting a lot. And DJ Moore. Um, and it looks like Greg Olson is taking a lot of CMC's work. So it worries me. Um, I still have him as a must-start. This was a very weird game to where, I mean, up to the first half, Newton only, like, I think they had like 50 yards of offense up to the first half. So 
second half they got it in gear and they found a way to win but was not a good performance for CMC. Then we got uh, Matt Breda. Seems like he gets injured every game. He's like LaShawn McCoy. He goes down and he looks like he's got a season-ending injury. Um, but he had 15 yards and a fumble, which if you started him, that's negative points. So that's not good. And then my last dud that I prefaced earlier, Allen Robertson. One catch for four yards. Um, this is what's going to happen if they're going to go with Cohen and Gabriel and Burton. There's going to be an odd man out, and it sucks that it's got to be Allen Robinson because he's probably the most talented of all of all those guys. Um, so that's my studs and duds. Um, I just want to uh, let you guys know about the waivers. I'm sure you have been looking at them lately, but um, if you did not know that Marshawn Lynch is going to be out at least a month with a hamstring issue, definitely go and get either Doug Martin or Jalen Richard, whichever guy you think is going to take over that Marshawn Lynch role. Most experts are saying pick up Richard and that Martin is trash. Uh, that's hard for me to say. I'm here in Boise, Idaho, and he is a Boise State product, and I don't think he's washed up. Not yet. So I would personally, I mean, Doug Martin's going to, he's going to take over that Marshawn Lynch role. The Raiders are awful. Let's just put that out there. Um, but if if you are in a deeper league and you need some help at the running back position, go pick up Martin or Richard. Um, and then, you know, there's not a there's not a ton out there on the waivers, but Tyrell Williams looks like he's taking over that role um, there in Los Angeles. Uh, he's rough to start. It's hard to tell because Rivers spreads it around. It's either Mike Williams, Tyrell Williams, Benjamin, um, Keenan Allen, Tonio Gates. There's so many options. And when we got Melvin Gordon, um, who's hurt. Um, but Tyrell Williams put up 17.8 points this week. Um, and then if Brock Osweiler starts again, um, go out and sign Danny Amendola and start him. Um, he's he's That's his go-to. But that's only if Tannehill doesn't come back. Um, and then my quarterback streamers, there's not a whole lot uh, this week. My best streamer is Baker Mayfield against Pittsburgh. Um, that's That Cleveland and Pittsburgh rivalry is, we saw already this year, them tie. Um, and they got a better quarterback in now. Um, so I, I expect Baker to have a good week. And then you can start Flacco against Carolina, but uh, Baker's a better option and if you have a better option, go with that. But those are my only streamers really this week. There's not a whole lot out in the leagues that I'm looking at. Okay, so I'm going to move on now to um, these questions that I got. I've been telling people, DM me on uh, Fantasy Football Freak uh, Instagram and ask me questions and I will answer them on the show. So I haven't got a whole lot, but um, I picked through five questions that I got on my Instagram from you guys. So, okay, let's go to Yankees fan 11. Should I trade McCaffrey and Stefan Diggs for Thielen? Um, so when I first saw this, I, my instant reaction was hell no. But then I thought about it for a little bit. And it really depends what you need. It's a tough question. Like, actually... 
trying to comprehend that is rough because Thielen's the top receiver right now in fantasy. And Stephon Diggs is hurting because of that. Um, McCaffrey's not doing very well now that Greg Olson is back. I still lean towards a no, depending on how your team is. If you are, let's say that your team is 6-1, and 5-2, and two, I would go ahead and pull the trigger and get Thielen, and I would ship away Diggs and McCaffrey. If you've got other running back options, there's just not a whole lot of certainty there in um, Carolina to what McCaffrey's going to do. He's just not showed up. Um, other than that one game he had where he had over 100 yards rushing, he has not done well. Um, and then Stefan Diggs, he's disappointed. Um, and Thielen is just a boss. So either way, if you decline it or accept it, it's very close. Um, but I would definitely say if you don't have a good record, don't make that trade. Um, and definitely if you're short at the running back position, don't make that trade. They're still both really good players, McCaffrey and Stefan. Um, but Thielen is in an, another class by himself. So my answer to that question is yes, if your record is good. But if you're not, no. Okay, I got a oh, Marvin in Fairbanks, Alaska. Well, they play fantasy football up there, huh? Um. What city are you based out of? I just mentioned for the first time, though. I am out of Boise, Idaho. Um, The gem of the Northwest. Okay, Jessica Johns. Oh, we got a female. Jessica Johns in Frisco, Texas. I thought Frisco was in California. Anyway, um, who is your biggest bust of the year? Oh, man. The first like three names that pop up are Odell Beckham Leonard Fournette and David Johnson I think you could also go with Larry Fitzgerald um, who had his first good week this week but he's been disappointing too but the thing about those three that I mentioned Odell Beckham Leonard Fournette and David Johnson is they were drafted in the top 10 pretty much all of them Um, unless you're in a shorter league uh odell and eli just haven't synced up but that's kind of his fault you can't go on national television and throw your quarterback under the bus fournette he's been injured so let's give him a pass and then david johnson i mean i we can even give him a pass he can't do it all by himself that offense is terrible and the team is crumbling within patrick peterson asked for a release today or to be traded Okay, next we got Jason Devlin in Columbus, Ohio. Ooh, that's where Ohio State is at. Should I drop Amari Cooper? Well, I don't know when you sent me this question. I'll have to go back and look. But no, don't drop him now, Uh, especially if you're going to make the playoffs. This guy might be the Dallas Cowboys number one here in a couple weeks. So, yes, Amari Cooper was uh, traded to the Cowboys. Um, this is a move that Gruden is doing. He's trying to uh, he's trying to win multiple titles after they moved to Vegas. I mean, it's pretty clear. I thought that they had the team that they could win now, but you sh- you ship off Khalil Mack and you ship off Amari Cooper, and you're just 
and you get draft picks, you're just saying basically, um, we're going to try to build a dynasty of some sort. We're not going to try to win now. Um, so that's what that tells me. But no, do not drop, drop Coop, Cooper, Jason. Do not drop him. Um, I wouldn't have even dropped him if he was still in the Raiders because just sit him on your bench and hope hope that something happens. Uh, guys like that that you drafted that high, you can't drop them. There's just no point. Just sit him on your bench. Okay, and then my last question is from BaconMan77. Um, top three next year's draft. I'm assuming that means who is your top three? Uh, who do you think are going to be the top three picks in next year's draft? Um, Gurley, no doubt, number one. Um, then I have Melvin Gordon. He's been so consistent, and he's normally been going in like the seven eight spot, but he's balling, and he's he's like. I'd say he's like 25% of that offense. So I'd probably go with Melvin Gordon second. And then I'm kind of split between either Saquon or Zeke. Saquon's playing right now. I'm recording this during the Giants and Falcons game. It's kind of boring. So um, I thought that I'd throw um, throw this on. So Sa- between Saquon and Zeke. Um, Zeke didn't do well last year. Saquon's just so talented. If they can get rid of Eli and draft a young quarterback, then definitely Saquon. He might even go before Gordon. Not before Gurley, though, as long as this is uh, going on. So I couldn't get to all the questions, and one of them wasn't typed out well. I couldn't even understand what he was saying. I don't know if the guy did it drunk or whatnot. But I'm glad that I could get to those. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that so now i am going to talk about the giveaway so if you go onto my instagram fantasy football freak um, you will find me there and look at my latest post and it shows you what you can win Um, i actually did a video so um here's the deal if you want to be in this competition for one of those and it's your choice you can have one of those of any of the jersey the ball or those three pictures any of those you can have um but to be in the competition to be in the pool you have to do these these things so go to my page and go to my giveaway um the my my latest post on my giveaway and Tag five of your friends, five friends that play fantasy football. Tag five of your friends on this post of me showing you the Tyreek, T.Y. Hilton, um, Eric Berry, Tyreek Ball, and who did I miss? Uh, Todd Gurley. Um, So tag five of your friends that play fantasy football. And it's that simple. You will be entered into I'm just going to put your name into a hat. I don't expect to have a ton of responses cuz I'm still pretty new to this stuff, but um so I mean that gives you a better chance to win. So tag 5 of your friends and I will enter your Instagram name um into a hat and then I will do a video uh next week before the Thursday game. I don't think I will do it this week. I'll give you guys some time to do it. Um, so 
and tag five of your friends in my latest Instagram video on the fantasy football freak and you will be entered I will put your Instagram name into a hat and uh, only one entry per 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 person and then I'm gonna do I'm gonna pull a name out of a hat here in 10 days or so and I will broadcast that on Instagram and then I will DM you and I will get your contact info if you win and I will send you whatever you choose between those uh, five items I will send it to you through the mail uh, on my dime literally probably cost me a dime but anyway I appreciate you guys that um, listen and uh, I appreciate you guys that enter the competition just something fun I wanted to do for my listeners Um, so once again tag five of your fantasy football playing friends on my latest video on Instagram fantasy football freak and get entered into the competition and I will keep you guys posted it'll be fun and I get these things all the time I'm a memorabilia freak so I'm gonna keep doing this memorabilia is all JSA certified it's all legit best in the business so um definitely just doing this for people who listen I appreciate it guys trying to get off the ground trying to make this uh listen to more so anyways appreciate it Uh, that's all I got Instagram fantasy football freak I'm out Thank you.